the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. Listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Could be AM 560 you're listening on. Maybe it's online. WFL.com or perhaps you're an app kind of guy or gal. That's allowed. So help yourself to the app if you want. WFL.com. You can download it free from there. What a beautiful day. Wow. Sunny. Little breeze going. 72 the high. Skies clear tonight. Low 46. Done the show. I'm heading home. We're going to build a little backyard fire and do some grilling. On the cloudy side tomorrow, maybe a shower. Still not bad, though. Tomorrow's high 65. Phillies beat the Mets 8-2 yesterday. I guess it was last night. Afternoon, evening, early evening. JT, Real Muto, Reese Hoskins, Alec Bohm, all their first home runs of the year. Must have felt good. To, what would it be like to be a major league ball player and hit a home run? There's probably nothing like it. Uh, at Atlanta tomorrow, they start a series 7-20. Flyers at the Islanders tonight at 7, and uh, the Sixers are off till tomorrow night against New Orleans at 8. Oh, Victoria, how you doing this fine Friday Eve? You good? Wonderful? Amazing? Hello? Doing well. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Oh, my goodness. I actually had the wrong button set oh. for a moment. You looked rather and it like... Was ha- it was delayed. I did not have it set to... Listeners will not know what this oh. means. I did not have it set to program, so it was not real time. It's very funny. So yeah. now I can hear you. Yeah, you were looking at me like... <laughs> a little scared there for a minute. Didn't know if I was losing it, <laughs> but I had the wrong button set. It's okay. So it's Trivia Thursday today. Guys against the gals. We usually do this the first Thursday of the month, but last, uh, you know, last week was Maundy Thursday. Didn't quite think it appropriate to... Be too frivolous, which this tends to be. Although we hope to disseminate some good information in the questions. We don't just, you know, throw a random nonsense out. It's at least semi-organized nonsense. So the rules are simple. If you'd like to call in and answer a question, you're welcome to do so at 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. That's our toll-free number. So keep that handy throughout the program. If you get one right, you're done for the day. Congratulations, pat in the back, and and you can have a seat. If you happen to call in and you're wrong, you don't cost you too many points, so don't be afraid to try. And uh, if you're wrong, you're allowed to try again on a different question. Uh, And then the last rule is uh, some of these questions we have are multiple answer questions, like a top five list or a top ten list or something. And you're allowed to guess uh, up to... Three. So let's say you're right, but you have to be right all along. So if your first guess is wrong, you're done. You can't just take three guesses, but you're allowed to guess up to three and score multiple points for your team. 
that's that's the, that's the nuts and bolts of it. I'm trying to remember who won last month. I think the ladies won the first one. The guys won the second. I think the ladies already had two to one in the season series. But it's on the guys then to kind of win this one to even things up. Because over the course of the year, when we get to December, whichever side's ahead, fabulous life-changing prizes may or may not be involved. Probably not. But bragging rights, if nothing else. So we'll go to our first break. We'll give you the first question coming out of that and be ready to call in. Fair enough? All right. 800-560-WFIL is the number. We'll get to that first question in just a second. It's Trivia Thursday, 0-0. Let's see who can take the lead out of the shoot in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560, WFIL.com on the app. Phil Joel. Go there. It's called Better Than I Found It. That's the name of his new EP. It's a six-song CD. Like it a lot. And we're giving it away on our contest page. More importantly than what I think, I think you'll like it a lot. And uh, we're giving away not only that EP, but we're also giving away his book called Redwoods and Whales. And we even have a sticker we're going to throw in there just for kicks. So if you want to enter to win, that contest just went up. WFIL.com, click the contest tab, and have fun with that. We also had Phil in the program a couple Fridays back. Podcast that and a bunch of other programs right on our homepage, WFIL.com. Just scroll backwards in time and uh, have fun listening to those. So if you missed the program one day, you can always listen in at your convenience. You can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So the first Thursday of each month, typically, we do Trivia Thursday, Guys Against the Gals. And... Um, the gals did win the January uh, battle, and then the guys won a very close one in February, and then the ladies won in March. So it's two games to one, two series, whatever, two, uh, two matches to one so far. Ladies are ahead. We'll see who can take the April crown. We didn't do it last Thursday because it was Maundy Thursday. First question is a multiple choice question. You can get up to three of these when you call in. Simply put, what are the most commonly spoken languages in the world? I have a top ten list, so... Pick any from the list. If you want to just do one and hang up, that's fine. If you think you can get a few, you can try it that. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Top 10 most commonly spoken languages in the world. I was actually surprised. I thought I knew what number one was, and I was wrong. That's just a little hint. And as you mull that over and give a call in, this is latest from Toby Mac on WFIL. AM560, WFIL.com on the app. The new Toby Mac song is called Help is on the Way. It's a fantastic song, fantastic video for that. Glad to bring it to you every now and again on the program. Our Trivia Thursday underway. Just had someone call in who got disconnected, I think. So feel free to call back at 800-560-9345. Name any of the top 10 most commonly spoken languages in the world. You score a point 
for each one you can do, and you can do up to three. I thought that number one was something. Turns out it's number two. So that's just a little hint. Uh, Also a little hint, I'm married to a woman who speaks one of the languages in the top ten at number nine. Victoria, do you speak any other languages besides English? Or a piece I know of... a little bit in Greek, and I know some in Spanish, because I took Spanish in high school and in college. Really? Yeah. So did I. How long did you take Spanish for? What they do, I mean, uh, I guess the normal thing, kindergarten now till high school, all the way through. Oh. So then... Really? Yeah. Maybe about, I don't want to say my whole life, but pretty much when you're in elementary, then it goes through high school, and then I did some at community college, so... I can remember Frau Kuschka coming in and teaching us German in elementary school, like once a week for you know, 30 minutes. Uh, but we had Spanish in high school. And I, like you, I took it in college for three semesters. They didn't offer that many languages. They only The only other one they had was French, whereas I feel like everyone else I talked to, they have like German, French, all these different languages. This, we just where, where you French went to school, Spanish. you mean? Where you went to school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small high school. Okay. Well, and me too. We had uh, Latin, Spanish, and German. And I started, I took Latin for a week. And then my dad's like, Tim, you can't speak Latin. Yeah, Latin's like a dead language. I'm surprised they even had it. (laughs) Well, but, you know, it does help with a lot of other things, uh, including spelling and, I guess, reading comprehension. But I read a lot of books, so my spelling was good. So after one week, I'm like, I like the teacher a lot. Are you fluent uh, in Greek? I didn't really get to ask you that. No, I'm not fluent in Greek. No. I know some phrases that I was taught by relatives, but that's about about it. I know good morning, good afternoon, good night. Kalimera, karate, but that's about... Watch your language. Couple. Oh, it's greeting. Come on. <laughs> I'm always family friendly. Just kidding. So, all right. Well, so we've thrown a couple names out there. If you want to take a stab at what's on the list, it's simple. You don't have to... Maybe we should clarify. You don't have to speak the language. You can just guess the language. Uh, we've, re- we've referenced a few of them that are actually on the list. So if you want to take a stab, it's 800-560-9345. Uh, Victoria, pick up and... Oh, we have somebody checking in. Hello? Who's this? I am Bernard. Hi, Bernard. How you doing? What's going on, man? Thank you. How are you? Good. You want to take a guess? Yeah, I'm going to try a guess. I would say English. All right. Hold on. English is correct. It's number two on the list. So Bernard puts the guys on the board at 1-0. There are... 983 million English speakers in the world. It's number two on the list. All right. And you had another guess, Bernard? Oh, it's a French. French is on the list. It's number 10. It squeaks on the list. It's actually the official language in 26 countries, including France. Also, our neighbor to the north, Canada. It's also the official language in Belgium and Switzerland, I believe, and a bunch of others. All right, Bernard, now you're allowed to do a third one if you want to try. I'll try Spanish. Spanish is number four. Very well done. Bernard in Philadelphia, you put the guys up three to nothing. Okay. So, if you, Bernard, if you don't do anything the rest of the day, you've accomplished a lot in the last minute. Well done. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for calling, Bernard. Have a great day. My pleasure. Bye-bye. You too. 800-560-9345. 800-560-9345. So three of the top ten are guests there. English is number two, Victoria. See, that's what surprised me. I thought maybe this is just being whatever centric. I thought English would be number one. But it is number two. Now, I will tell you, the one. to be fair, English is the most non-natively spoken language, so to speak, around a 
around 30 or 40 percent of English speakers are in America, and then the rest are all over the place. Uh, now, he mentioned Spanish, which actually has a very large uh, speaking contingent in America. Mexico is the only country in the world that actually has more Spanish-speaking people. So on our list, number two, English, number four, Spanish, and number 10, French. 800-560-9345. If you want to take a guess at the remaining seven most commonly spoken languages, what's number one on the list? If English isn't, what's number one? 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345, the number if you want to take a, a shot at that. Had an opportunity, by the way, to see a, a new film that's called The Girl Who Believes in Miracles. Saw it about a week ago. Really liked it. It's now in theaters, by the way. The story revolves around a young girl. Her name is Sarah Hopkins, played by Austin Johnson, who was in The Greatest Showman. And Sarah's in church one day when the pastor talks about Jesus saying, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. So you look at Sarah in church sitting in the pew. She's wide-eyed. And you can tell she's thinking, wow, that sounds amazing. Meanwhile, the others in church are just kind of sitting there. As the story unfolds, Sarah takes time to talk to God and ask for something that occurs to her. And this happens over and over. First, it's for her brother to have success in the waning moments of an important soccer game. And then it's a baby bird that appears to be dead. Probably is dead, but does come to life. Over time, there are more and more situations where Sarah has a similar approach. She sees something, or maybe someone comes to her and asks for prayer, and she just takes that directly to God, and he answers the prayers. So there are a lot of subplots in the girl who believes in miracles. Uh, For example, the reactions of several key players in the film. You have Mira Sorvino, an Oscar-winning actress who plays Sarah's mom. She has kind of a that's-nice-dear attitude at first, willing to allow for it, but doesn't really want to get too far down that path. You have Peter Coyote, who's an Emmy Award winner, plays Sarah's grandfather. He's kind of rough around the edges, brings some perspective to the film. And then Kevin Sorbo from God's Not Dead, you'll remember him from there. He plays a doctor in the film. And he's skeptical, in general, for his own reasons. Then you have actually what's going on with Sarah, the little girl herself. Her faith grows over the course of the film, but she never sees herself as the focus of God answering prayers. She has this childlike faith that just sees it as it is. It's about God and his power. And I will say this, for a film that could turn into a lot of chaos in terms of the topic at hand, prayer, God, miraculous things happening, somehow it touches on storylines. Like at one point, a lot of people show up on Sarah's front lawn. They want to get healed from their sicknesses. And without spoiling this, she doesn't heal everybody, which is something a person could wonder. Hey, if she can heal kids, how about everybody? So I'm just saying those thoughts come to mind as they would in real life. But the film avoids becoming that, you know, that becoming the focus of the film. Or instead of being kind of hallmarky or possibly spiritually vague, I think God himself really was the focus of this film. And in a beautiful way, partly because it allowed you to see all the different characters just like walking around in everyday life and their individual struggles come into grips with God himself as they witnessed him at work through the young child, Sarah. By the way, we had uh, Mira Sorvino on our program last week and Peter Coyote. Podcast is, I think, March 31st. When I asked Mira if the film affected her, she paused and eventually said one day she would like to play a character like Sarah Hopkins with a simple childlike faith. That her tendency is to doubt. 
And she thinks, really, that's the heart's cry, all of us, really, to be able to trust in God. I asked our family after we watched it what they thought. Our 10-year-old Theodora said, beautiful. Our 17-year-old daughter, Tessa, sad. Uh, my um, <clears throat> your old wife, Tina, said, God is near. And I thought, you know what? All three of those I felt during the film. And it has led us to pray as a family, more for our daughter, Tori, who has a lot of special challenges. We've prayed for healing for her. We've prayed for instant healing for her. And you still have in the back of your mind, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. But let's let's pray and maybe. And you still tend to default to that. But our girls went upstairs after the film and prayed over our daughter, as did our son. Part of the beauty of Sarah's prayer in this film is she says the Lord's Prayer several times. And it's kind of like, can't argue with that. It just kind of cuts across. And even if you're very unchurched or very, you know, have been in church in a long time, you know the Lord's Prayer. You've heard it. And the simplicity of just putting things before God that way. I think... I think uh, you'll like it a lot. So it's in theaters. You can also find out more about it. TheGirlWhoBelievesInMiracles.com Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.30 on the Tim DeMoss Show at WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Beautiful day God's made. 72 the high, sunny, breezy, cleared night, low 46. The cloudy side tomorrow, high 65, make it a quick shower tomorrow. Phillies beat the Mets last night, 8-2. JT Romuto, Reese Hoskins, Alec Bohm, all with their first homers of the year. Play at Atlanta tomorrow night, 7-20. Flyers are at the Islanders tonight at 7. And the Sixers at New Orleans tomorrow night at 8. Trivia Thursday, guys are up 3-zip. Our first question is simple. Name any of the top 10 most... Uh, commonly spoken languages in the world. You have number two, English. Number four, Spanish. Number ten, French. You want to take a guess? Uh, we had a little phone issue earlier, too. Or I think we cleared it up, but let's use the text line today, too. If you find it easier to text your answer in, you can do that at 610-500-DUFF. I'm happy to talk to folks, and I think our lines are resolved right now, but if you want to call, that's my preferred method. It's just hearing the human voice and all that. But texting is okay, too. Maybe it's all you have the ability to do right now. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. That's our phone line. If you want to call in, you can guess up to three of the remaining seven on our list. And don't be afraid. If you're wrong, you don't cost your team any points. Ladies won in January. Guys won in February. Ladies won in March. I'm thinking guys win in April just to keep it even and to follow the pattern. But maybe the ladies have something to say about that. Well, Hello, WFIL. Hi, who's your this? Your phone is working. Yes, good. <laughs> uh, this is Kathy. <laughs> What's up, Kathy? Well, uh, shall we guess a language? <laughs> You're going to help the ladies get on the board here? Yes. How about uh, Mandarin? Mandarin Chinese number one, 1. 1.1 billion speakers. I, I guess yeah. I, I would have said number two. I was thinking English. And interestingly uh-huh. enough, before you, and you can take more guesses, but just so you know, Kathy, what's interesting is Mandarin Chinese, uh, about 900 million of them are native to the country and about a couple hundred oh. million mm-hmm. around the world. So that's why yeah. I kind of forgot. You think about English being kind of all the places you go around the world in many, many countries, but there's 900 million 
speaking Mandarin yeah. Chinese in China. So you are correct. The ladies are on the board at three to one. You want to take another okay. guess? Uh, yes. How about Arabic? Arabic is number five on the list. Nice work by you. And um, let's see how many million. It's 422 million. So it's about a third of the Chinese, but that's still number five on the list. And you're allowed one more guess if you want to try. You don't have to, but you can. Uh, how about Hindi? Hindi is, uh, we'll go with that. That's number three on the list. We have Hindustani, which I guess is Hindu and Urdu, two dialects put together. Gives 544 million speakers of that. So, Kathy, you, you got one, three, and five. Look at you. Okay. Well, that's enough. That's all I've got. All right. And the lady said, now, tied it. Where are you calling from today, Kathy? Uh, Plymouth meeting. All right. Right down the road. Thank you for calling in. Enjoy your lovely day, okay? Thank you. You too. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Bye-bye. We have four more on the list. And I'll tell you what. We'll just give another minute or two here, and then we'll throw out a different question altogether. Numbers six, seven, eight, and nine are on the list. So far, number one, Mandarin Chinese. Number two, English. Number three, Hindustani, if I'm saying it properly. Hindi and Urdu, two dialects. Spanish is four. Arabic is five. French is ten. What's in there? What's sandwiched in between? Six, seven, eight, and nine. I gave a little hint because if you know my where my wife is from, I've mentioned this on the show. That's number nine on the list, the language of my lovely bride's motherland. I'll tell you what, I'll go to an early quick last break here. I'm going to check our text line, too. And then on the other side, we will give you uh, a new question to round out the program with. It's also a nice big list. That's I think you're going to like the, the question. All right, that's coming up in a second. Two different ways to chime in. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345, or text text line 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Back with more in just a moment. Trivia Thursday continues WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 439, the Tim DeMoss Show. Trivia Thursday rolling along. Before you forget, a very special program we're uh, getting ready for for tomorrow. Three for the price of whatever you pay for this program. It's none. Uh, we're going to have Ginny Owens, singer-songwriter with a great story. She's actually blind. You may know this if you follow her music. Um, she has been doing music for a better part of two decades, and she's part of that faithful live stream event that's coming up Saturday, May 1st. Uh, WFL.com. You can get the info on that, tickets and everything. Amy Grant's part of that. Ellie Holcomb and a number of others. So Ginny's going to join us for a while tomorrow. We also have Tom Burgoyne, very good friend of the Philly Fanatic. Wink, wink. He'll be joining us. There's a cool event coming up in a couple of weeks that uh, he'll be part of. We'll talk about that and some other Philly Fanatic baseball-y type things as the season's now underway. And last but not least, a very special guest who you might have heard of before, the one and only Tony Orlando, going to join us tomorrow. We're a big fat shoehorn to get the program all assembled and have it all happen here. He of Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old Oak Tree and a number of other songs, Tony Orlando and Dawn. Tony Orlando has a Greatest Hits compilation out, and he'll join us for a little while as well. I'm pretty sure that Tony was on this very station, musically speaking, over the years, considering WFIL's history. So that'll be a famous Friday show 
Yeah, but we haven't seen in quite a while. We've had we have some good ones, but I think that's going to be a really special combination of guests. It's all happening tomorrow. In the meantime, we still have some some sandbox space here to keep our contest going. It's three to three, guys against the gals. Trivia Thursday, and uh, we'll wrap up this first question. The most commonly spoken languages in the world: number one, Mandarin Chinese; number two, English. By far, they're way out in front. Then Hindustani, like is Hindi and Urdu, two dialects. Number four is Spanish. Number five, Arabic. Number 10 is French. Oh, Bob just texted in. Now, Bob's first guest is Russian, and he is correct. Russian is number seven on the list. It's spoken in Russia and some of those stands that are hard to pronounce and some other countries. And then he has German as his second guest, which I would have guessed, but that's not correct. So he doesn't get... To keep going. But I will mention his third guest he texted in his Japanese, and that also is not on the list. But Bob does, with his text, put the guys up four to three, and I will close out the question here. I'm just going to jot this down because stuff happens quick around here. Bob puts the guys up four three. The others are Malay, number six, which is spoken in Singapore, Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, around three, how many hundred million people? Almost 300 million. Bengali, number eight, which is the second most spoken language in India. And Portuguese, hello. My wife is from Brazil. That was my hint to the world. 229 million speakers of Portuguese in the world, and I happen to live with one of them. So now I say a couple of words in Portuguese. I don't think I count that 229 million. I could say Ponjacajo. I could say a couple other things. That's about it. I should know more to my shame. So. Guys up 4-3. Here's our other main question we're going to wind up doing. Sometimes you only do two or three questions because they're bigger list-type questions as opposed to a single answer one. We're into being healthy around here, at least sometimes. And I'm thinking summer's happening, time to get some nice fresh fruit out. In front of me, I have the top 12 healthiest fruits a person could consume. So... Similar to our list about the languages. If you want to take a guess as to what the healthiest fruits are, you don't have to say why, but you can take a guess, and you can guess up to three. 800-560-WFIL is the number. 800-560-9345. Or text in is okay. 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. All right, so if you're... If you're right, you can get a second guess. If you're right, then you can get a third guess. Three is where we cap it. If you're wrong, you don't cost your team any points, so don't be afraid to try. I will say there are one, two, three, four on this list. I would not have, I would not have thought of. But some of them are fairly straightforward, common sense. You don't have to overthink it. Let's see who we have here. Uh, hello, WFIL. Who's this? Oh, this is Steve. Hey, Steve, where are you from? We are, we'll say we're in Montgomery County right now. Okay. So, Steve, tell me. Go ahead and pick. First guess. What's on the list of 12? Grapes. Grapes. Steve, there are 12 fruits on this list, and grapes is not one of them. Oh, the skins of grapes <laughs> are supposed to be really good for you. The skins of grapes? <laughs> yeah, antioxidants and all that. Yes. Well, you might be right. But maybe taken as a whole, if you eat the whole grape, maybe it's not as good or something. 
Steve, now wah, here's the thing. Wah, wah. Uh, I don't think we're going to have time for another question, but if we do, you're allowed to call back on that one. There we go. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Uh, let's grab another call. Hello, WFIL. Who's this? Oh, this is Barry from Southwest Philly. I'm driving. I just heard you guys. So All right, let me, it, let me let me give it a crack. Blueberry. Blue. All right, hold on. You, I see. I can tell you're off to the races. Barry is correct with blueberries at number twelve. So Barry has made the guys up five to three. Blueberries, a uh, superfood that can provide many health benefits, like <clears throat> other fruits about, on the list. They contain how about apples. Antioxidants. I'm trying to get some good how info about, here, Barry. Then you can do this. How about apple? <laughs> I'm still talking about blueberries. They prevent plaque from collecting in your arteries. All right. Apples, you said, is correct. Number seven on the list. Eat them with the skin on for the greatest health benefits. They're high-fiber fruits, so that can boost heart health and promote weight loss. You know why I think they promote weight loss, Barry? Because they're crunchy, and they, they kind of fill you up. They take a while to eat. You know, kind of just rather than eating a bunch of junky calories pretty quick, you, you kind of get some satisfaction if you're a crunchy kind of person. So Yes, you do. That's my two cents. All right, so Barry has now put the guys up six to – wait, let me make sure – six to three. You get one more guess if you want it because you've been correct so far. How about lemons? Lemons. Man, see, that's one I wouldn't have guessed, and that's number one on the list. And I, I wouldn't have guessed it, Barry, because, you know, you just don't – unless you're – Whatever, have some sensory issues going guy. on. You don't just. I, I, I'm I'm a produce guy, fruit and vegetable guy. Are you really? Well, no doubt about it. I didn't know. That. I mean, like, like you like them or you work in that field? No, no, no. I like them. I don't work in that field. I'm retired. I retired two years ago, but I, I like them. And I, I, I'm I'm looking for longevity, and and fruits and vegetables seem to help that. I think you're right. This this might be a good point as any Barry to bring up the point that, like you mentioned, apples. Uh, apple juice is not the same thing as apples, because who needs six apples, which was what it takes to make uh, one glass of juice or something, right, in one shot. So let's be you're careful. <laughs> let's be careful. You're, that absolutely, we... <laughs> you're absolutely right. Who's going to eat six apples in, in one sitting? That's it. Barry, nice work by you. You put the guys ahead 7-3. There's still time for the ladies, but if I stall long enough, they can't catch. I mean, never mind. Have a good day, Barry. I like that. Do the same, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's grab another caller. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Gail. Hi, Gail. Where are you from? Philadelphia. All right. Thank you for calling in. You want to take a guess on our healthiest fruits list? Bananas. Ben- okay. Hang on a sec. Let me find. Bananas is on the list at number 10. Uh, they are oh. well known for their high potassium, and it helps uh, control your heart rate and blood pressure. Also a good source of energy. All right. All right. So, uh, Gail, you've made it seven to four. The ladies are now within a, a few points here. You have another guess you want to try? Um, peaches. Peaches. I like peaches. Not on the list, but I like. Oh, okay. I like them. I like them a lot. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually like them in a in a crust. You know, like in a pie. <laughs> but the, not quite as healthy. <laughs> so. All right, good work by you, Gail. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. So that's it. So Gail had the peaches. I liked I forgot about that. A little dribble down your chin, and it's summer, officially summertime. So on our healthiest fruits list, lemons, number one. We have also had number seven guest, apples. 
number 10, bananas, and number 12, blueberries. But there's still eight on the list. Seven to four. Guys are ahead. You want to take a guess? 800-560-WFIL will knock out our final break of the hour and clear some space to do battle. Of the fi- It's like setting the stage for the, the big scene in Narnia. You know, and all the people come out in the field. Something like that. That's coming up in just a second. If you want to call and take a guess at the healthiest fruits that you could eat, we have 12 of them here, and we've had four guests. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Or you can text until Check the text line here during the break at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. It's Tim DeMar Show, Trivia Thursday. Guys up 7-4. Let's see how it finishes out in just a second. WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 4.53 in the Tim DeMoss Show. We have some lovely callers on the line. Let's go right to it. Hello, who's this? Annette. How's it going, Annette? Good, good. All right, where are you from? Um... I live in the Norristong area. Okay. All right. It's Trivia Thursday. The gals are behind 7 to 4. We still have a little time, but it's coming down the home stretch. Not a lot of time. So want to help the ladies catch up, be my guest. The question is, what are the healthiest fruits a person could eat, according to Medical News Today? And we've had uh, lemons guest at number 1. Number 7 is apples. Number 10 is bananas. Number 12, blueberries. The rest, open territory. You can guess up to 3, but you have to get each one right. To keep guessing. Okay. Um, cherries. Cherries. I love cherries. But they're not in the list. Oh. They're not. No, but a good cherry pie is also. That pie thing keeps popping up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying to have another try? No, because you got that one wrong, silly goose. Oh. Man. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye, Annette. <laughs> Hello. Who's this? Hello. This is Leona. Leona, where are you from? I am from Philadelphia. All right. We like Philadelphia. It's even in our name. So, you have a guess? Yes, I do. Um, Pomegranates. See, how did you get so smart? I wouldn't have thought about pomegranates. Number eight, I think, on the list here. Yeah. Why did you think of pomegranates? What makes you realize that? Um, Because they've been using them so much in so many recipes lately. I figured okay. they'd probably be a pretty healthy. They've, I've heard they're a superfood, and it says here they're high in ox, antioxidants and uh, something else with the big whatever I can't pronounce that can help uh, cause disease in the body, reduce that. So, mm. and helps you get fiber with all those seeds if you want that yeah. sort of thing. And anti-inflammatory effects. Anti-inflammatory, right. yes. Now it's seven to five. You want to take another guess? I would. Um, oranges. Oranges is number three on the list. Wow. So it's seven to six. Uh, of course, a lot of vitamin C with an orange. And uh, it's different than orange juice, right? <laughs> no one no one needs to eat six oranges in a glass of juice. But uh, eating one is good. It also boosts immune function by helping the body absorb iron from plant-based foods. And since the human body can't make vitamin C itself, people need to get it from their diet in some shape or form. Other benefits, too, for oranges 
including helping uh, fight cancer, apparently. So, wow. Eat an orange. That's the bottom line. You get one more guess. I have two, and I'm trying to decide which one I should say. Oh, boy. Um, the future of mankind rides on your um, on your answer. Okay. Grapefruit. Grapefruit is absolutely correct. Number five on the list. You have tied it up. How do you spell, your, how do you spell your name? L-E-O-N-A. That's what I have down here. So I'm correct because we want to give you props. When we do the write-up for today's podcast, we want to mention Leona in Philadelphia nailed three of them. She nailed the three and made it 7-7 seven, seven with a minute and a half to go. Wow. <laughs> Good job, Leona. That's pre- that's clutch under pressure right there. Yay. Right. I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> have a great day, Leona. Thank you for calling. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now, who do we have on the line here? This is Ann from Oakland. Oh, I think our connection broke. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't hear the last one that Leona said. All right. She said grapefruit. Uh, did, did anybody guess raspberries? Nobody did. Are you guessing raspberries? Yes, I am. Well, I'm going to have to inform you that that is not correct. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. But Nice try, Mom. (laughs) See, I don't know everybody's answers, so. No, but that was a good guess. I Mm -hmm. think they've got to be, I mean, honestly, every fruit's probably got to be good for you on some level. So maybe it was number 13. I just can't see. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Okay. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye. Was that your mom called in? <laughs> Definitely her. Definitely her. Wow. So just like the uh, the game the other night in March Madness, it, we have to go to overtime, but we don't have time. The show's over. We only have like half a minute. So it's seven to seven. That's I don't know if that's good or bad. Is that unsatisfying? Do we have to have a well, a playoff of some sort? I could take a guess. No, it's okay. I mean, I could just say this time the guys get it, right? That'd be fair. (laughs) Nice work by Leona, who ties it up at seven. Maybe that's just how we leave it. Maybe that's what happens. You know, you have ties in certain sports, not others. We'll think about it. In the meantime, have a great night. Famous Friday shows tomorrow. See you then. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.